Ba-ba-ba-ram, ba-ba-ba-ram. Episode 141. It, listen, 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 listen. It ain't going great. I'll tell you that. Uh, listen. It, <clears throat> I, I am... I'm in a bad place. You're hurting. It happens. It's working against me, man. Sir Isaac Newton. What grabs up? Must come down. Is that what he said? Yeah. What goes up must come down. (laughs) That's what he said. Definitely what he said. Come on, man. Oh, man. Never know what the stock market's doing. So we're down bad. That's what you're saying? We're down real bad. It's become a little bit of an inside joke here on the Potter. I'd like to switch things up a little. It's become a little bit of an inside joke. The stock market and the trials and tribulations. The theme song for me is Gravity by John Mayer. Now it's real. <laughs> Before it was for play play. Little, you Not know, for real, real. ups and downs and this and that. I, this feels like we're in an all out stock market crash. Okay. It, it's real bad to the point where I couldn't log into my Robinhood. I know. I, I use Robinhood. I'm a noob. No free shout outs. That's it. I couldn't log in. We don't like Robinhood though. We don't. So it's I a free shout out, but it's like a negative a shout little out. slander. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't log in. And you know what? I was happy. <laughs> I was glad. Because I saw it's like that meme where you've got the dog sitting in the chair and everything around him is burning and he says it's fine. Yeah. That's that's me right now. Okay. Except now I've actually progressed past that point to where I'm saying, no, it's actually – it's not fine. It's not fine. So I'm in the burning house, but it's no longer fine. Okay. It, it, it just – it isn't. What makes this man? So this is where you got to go Leo and say, you, I'm not fucking leaving. I don't fucking leave it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You got to go full Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, you know, minus the, I'm, listen, I'm not going to do cocaine. Minus the ludes. Yeah. That's Qu- short for quaaludes. Yes, I know. I know. Another quaalude. She loved me again. Yeah. Man. So it's so, it's bad. That's what you're saying. It's real bad. It's real bad. But. Uh, so how do you, how do you keep uh, a positive attitude? You don't. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Oh yeah, no. This is I'm. This is an absolute free fall. Okay, free falling. Cue the music. I listen. I don't even have the energy to cue it up. <laughs> okay. Shouts to Patreon. Shouts to Patreon. Pa- on a more positive note. Yeah. yeah. Patreon.com forward slash Mr. Former Simpson. If you're listening to this right now, if you can hear my voice, you know, an exquisite, illustrious, world-renowned voice. If I do say so myself. Yeah. To your ears. Your eyes, if you're on the Patreon. Yeah, if you want to watch the visuals, that's available for there Patreon. You go. Whole lot of gang shit. We got a lot of cool stuff going on over on Patreon. And if you just want to support the podcast and what we do, it's a good place to be. So those that link will be in the show notes of this podcast episode. Thank you in advance. Yeah. And also, greetings and salutations to all the new Wolf Packians. Yes. You know, so we like to do this. We like to give official shout outs. Yeah. So we do things. Yeah. You know, it, it's make it official that that's what it is. Make it official. So here we go. Got a few names. You sent them over to me a few moments ago. Yeah. And I'm going to go down the list. Welcome to the pack. Laz. Laz short for laser. 
L-A-S? I don't know. I always Laz. thought- Laz. Laissez-faire. I thought it was pronounced Las. Las. Like Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Uh, I mean- You know, fun- no. Yeah. I mean, phonetically, that seems accurate. Yeah. All right. Shouts to Las. Ken's with a Z. Yeah. All right. You got a Z in your name. You're doing. You're doing it right. Yeah, I mean, you're a fancy fucking fellow. If that's your, if you got a Z in your name anywhere, really, except for Zed. Zed's dead. Zed is dead, baby. Zed is dead. That's a pulp fiction. Pulp fiction reference. Yeah. For those of you who, uh, you know, are maybe, not maybe, are not psychotic what, like yeah, us. Maybe that went over your head. Yeah. You know, uh, movie buffs. Uh, shouts to Matthew Cugini. The Cooch. The Cooch. The Big Cooch. One of my favorite Instagram accounts that I have found is a dude named Cooch. He's a food guy, a food fellow from Staten Island. Yeah. I love it. You know, a fellow Italian like myself. We have had some Staten Island slander here on the podcast. Oh, Strong Island? Yeah, you know. Oh, no, that's Long Island. So. Uh, uh, um, I was going to let you get off with that one. <laughs> 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 but honestly what's the difference who really knows <laughs> well, okay wow well. um, okay listen okay i still am gonna slander staten island i just want people to know hey, that we like staten island though yeah we like we like strong island <laughs> <laughs> we like wu-tang and we like the cooge yeah listen that's good enough uh shouts to matthew cugini uh welcome to the pack sir kim jorgensen yeah that's See, that's one, you know, I do well with the Scandinavian pronunciations. I do well. Well, that's just because you make the J-O-Y. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I think. Because you're a Viking? Is it Hove? It's either the fact that I have Viking lineage, but I'm Italian, so that's probably not it. Or Hove, you know, he doesn't do too much yogging. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kim Jorgensen? It's a soft J. It's definitely a soft J. Apparently, you just run for an extended period of time. Yes. Uh, Christopher Hartengel. Okay. Is it, is it, is it Hartengel or is it Hartnagel, which rhymes with bagel? So I'm going to go with that one. I like Nagel. I'm going to go Nagel because it rhymes with bagel and I like bagels. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, Lester Phillip. Yeah. I mean, Lester is an interesting name. Yes. Because you definitely have to respect the name Lester, but. It's an older name. Yeah, it's like Lester, Leon. Yeah, you know, so here's shouts what, to Leon from Hell's Kitchen, by the way. Uh, triple OG, super old head. Yeah. Uh, Love that guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, I came up under his tutelage, you could even say. Yeah. Shouts to Leon, man. Uh, and shouts to Lester. Yeah. So there it is. The 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 um, Wolfpack, it, it's one of the bright spots in my life right now. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Stock market, not so much. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Where do we go from here? What is life? What's the meaning of life? We start at the beginning. We go towards the end. All right. You put one foot in front of the other. Listen, I I hope it turns around at some point. But but listen, I'm in too deep right now. I'm uh like you said, I'm not fucking leaving. You gotta take the L sometimes. Yeah, but listen You gotta hold the L. It's not an L until you sell it, is what I'm telling myself. So listen. Maybe two decades from now, I'm still holding some of these shitty stocks. You never know. Mistakes were made. Yeah. Mistakes were definitely made. Okay. What, what do we want to talk about first? I, I, you know, I got a lot on my mind and a lot of stuff is going on. Yeah. Is there anything that you want to kick off with? 
Coffee. I got some coffee thoughts. I was going to save that to the end. You you have some coffee observations. I got two things I want to talk about. Coffee observations and the other thing you told me. Let's see how good my memory is here. Coffee observations and dental work. And dental. Okay. And they say coffee, you know, messes your teeth up. So maybe the two go hand in hand. I like to think not. All right. Well, you know. What do you want first? You want coffee talk? Give me the coffee. But but don't make it a long 10, 15 minute thing. No, no. It's a long thing. No. <laughs> It's a long thing. Unbelievable. So we were in Los Angeles. Yeah, we went to LA. Last week. Yeah, some, you know, some some business moves. Hey, listen, I'm not gonna get a whole sidetrack thing here. We've been talking about something on the podcast from pretty much the inception. Something we were working towards, something we were building towards, and we essentially have made that happen. All right. We're just we got a sign on a couple dotted lines. You know, ins, outs, what have yous. Yeah. But. Cross the T's, dot the I's. Just know that if you've been rocking with us, it's this announcement's going to be a big one. Yeah. Continue. So we were in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles, yes. City of Angels. Yeah. Uh, the Metropolis. Metropol- what do you call it? Metropolis? Metropolis. Ah, you're doing well so far. Yeah, I'm doing good. Yeah. And a lot of good coffee there. So people say. Yeah. You agree? Yeah, I think LA is a pretty well-respected coffee city. Yeah, just they got good food. So coffee kind of goes with that. Yeah. Okay. I'll co-sign so, that. So we're there. And uh I used to do oat milk lattes, almond milk lattes. I have since graduated to cold brew. Yeah, you're a cold brew guy now. Because it has more caffeine in it. Yep. And when we went onto the keto diet, I was like, hey, you know what? I'm just gonna do it like this. I put a little bit of organic stevia in, liquid organic stevia. Mm-hmm. It's the only kind of stevia I like. Otherwise, stevia is not good at all, in my opinion. And I drank one glass of cold brew, and I felt I felt like I was 14. I've never been so invigorated in my life. Yeah, it was like, you know, cocaine vibes. Yeah, yeah. It was like a like electricity, like like uh, you know, going through the bod. It's like you got struck by lightning, but in a good way. Yeah, but it didn't strike me down. Right. It struck you up. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So now all I do is cold brew. Mm-hmm. And in LA, I was like, oh, I'm going to get cold brew here. Okay. Th- got- this story's dragging already. No, no, no I'm telling you, it's going to be a long story. <laughs> I, I told you in the beginning. We got a lot of stuff to talk no, about. No, 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 no. Not that much. Richard. Okay. Richard. So there's a couple like, you know, nice coffee places in this area. And I got to cold brew at a couple places, and I said, hey, this is not good. And, I, and I'll tell you what, okay? Oh, all right. Free shout-out coming. Free shout-out. Starbucks cold brew is the best cold brew. And it's, Starbucks not, sucks. it's not even close. It's not even close. Starbucks sucks. I got a spam risk phone call. Yeah, I've been getting a lot of spam calls lately. I don't like it. But thank you, Apple. Thank you, Tim Apple, for blocking that for me. Let me go. know. Boom. Starbucks has the best cold brew. Yeah. And listen, I went... From this side of the country to that side, I don't wear anything that's not Gucci. Limousine right. driving. Exactly. And I'm having a hard time keeping these alligators down. Yeah. And Rick, I spelled Rick Flair. I, huh? I spent more money on spilt liquor from this side of the country to the other. That's what I was trying to say. Huh. I buy a lot of cold brew. Yeah, you do. And I buy it everywhere. And what you put what? Liquor in it? No, no, no liquor. Oh, no liquor. Substitute liquor for the cold brew. Oh, so it's just it's cold brew. You chase the cold brew with cold brew. Yeah, and here's what I'm going to say. mix it with cold brew. Here's what I'm going to say. Because mm-hmm. I used to drink a little bit. Yeah. And 
coffee is my new alcohol. Okay. Because instead of getting uh, unable to do things, you become more able to do things. And instead of inebriated, you are unebriated. Yes. I don't, that's not, not a word. Yeah. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Lightning but struck me out. It struck you up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that's a complete side note. My point is, and then someone told me that Starbucks and this one that I go to, the cold brew is on uh, tap. So it's not like in like a jug in the back somewhere. It's on tap. It's in a keg. It's on tap. Yeah. Uh, shouts, uh, shouts to the homie Kev Les from LA. Yeah. Who do told it, me that. And We'll do but, a little name dropping. And he was telling me, because I was telling him like he's a he's an LA guy. He's an LA guy, but he's also a coffee guy. He's a coffee guy. He's got a coffee background. Yeah. And I was telling him that I love Starbucks. What's the deal? Because I was getting them from these, uh, what do you call, like these fancy. So he, he, so he co-signed he, me. He enabled you. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to tell you as a guy, I, I don't, you, you don't like cold brew though. I don't know how to explain this to you. You're definitely not going to agree, but I'm way classier than you. Number one. Disagree. Number two, I'm just kind of better all around. Also disagree. Cut from a better cloth. Wow. And I just understand life a little bit more. Okay. And I definitely have better. I'm giving you the, the Johnny Depp lawyer to Amber Heard. Okay. All right. Uh, objection. Hearsay. Okay. I I think and I know that I just have a little bit more of an exquisite taste than you. Starbucks is beneath me, dog. I'm telling you. It's ass. If you get the cold brew on tap. It's, it's, as good, it's as good as any cold brew that exists on earth. Here's why I'm going to tell you why Starbucks sucks. Okay, tell me. Is because, oh, wow, we got uh, dudes doing lawn work outside? Is that going to... That's a leaf blower. It's going to be fine. All right. Boom. You say the levels look good. Levels look good. All right. We do have a leaf blower. Just know. But I, I, I'm not really rattle-able. Okay. Think of the most clutch... Think of Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay. That's me. Of the, I, I am the Antetokounmpo of the podcast game. Okay. I just want people to know that. Um, What were we talking about? You're oh, saying so that you're Starbucks. better than me. I'm definitely better than you, but here's why Starbucks and establishments like it suck. Please don't do that again into the microphone. Wow. Sven is going to... Dude, what was that? That was just kind of a weird noise. Please never do that and stop sipping into the microphone. <laughs> And you've told me before that I'm full of shit and it doesn't matter, but Sven, shouts to Sven Dog. Yeah. Big Dog Sven Dog on the ones and twos, the sound engineer for this podcast. Yeah. And he said, you got mouth stuff going on in the microphone. No, he didn't say that. He did say that. And I'm going to get him to write it and I'm going to post it on social media. <laughs> he didn't say that. So Sven, you never said that. The biggest thing, Sven, you didn't say shit. The biggest thing with food or coffee, tell me, do you agree? Consistency. Yeah. Okay. Starbucks. Now, I understand that you have found a Starbucks that has it on tap. A Starbuck, if you will. A Starbuck. It's not pluralized. Yeah. Yes. But you can't you can go to one Starbucks, Starbuck, and it's excellent. You can go to another one and it's absolutely fucking horrific. And that's a problem. No, but my point is if the cold brew is on tap, that's the point. I didn't know that. I was like, damn, this is the best cold brew ever. It's Starbucks in I general. Got, I got uh, affirmations. Starbucks in general. Confirmation. Is, it's like Chipotle. It's not consistent. You, it, it depends how they're run. It depends who the manager is. Who the manager is, probably the most important thing, but it also depends who the baristas are, et cetera, et cetera. So 
I'm not saying that you can't get a nice concoction here and there from a Starbucks. But what I am saying is overall, it sucks. And it definitely cannot compete with a really premium coffee shop. Down here in Tampa, like just in this area, for example, King State. Yes. Incredible. I've never had their cold brew. As you know, I love Intermezzo. Yep. Never uh, had their cold brew. Actually, two- so that's not true. Because Intermezzo, they have a Kyoto that is better than this. But that's like a really like fancy version of cold brew. Yeah, what is that, like a Japanese cold brew? Yeah, that's phenomenal. That's better than this, but I I don't want to drive over there every day. What what I'm telling you is Starbucks is not good. You got to stop jacking it. Okay, you went over your allotted time, (laughs) and so the dental is going to have to wait. I'll get get dental on the re-up. Let's talk about, I guess, music. Okay, hit me. So I know you don't listen to music. I listen to it all. Really? So tell me the new albums that have dropped in the last couple weeks. Push your T. Push your T. Thoughts. I really liked it. Scale of one to ten. You got a rating for it? Not yet. Eight and a half. All right. Eight and a half. I'm not mad at that. Um, but I thought that the best songs were the ones with features, and I and I thought that he got like bested on those features. Like you thought Hove outwrapped him on Nick for and sure. Rest. And I think Kanye, even though he only gave him like four and a half bars on that one song, outwrapped him. Outwrapped him. That's just my personal thoughts. I like Pusha, obviously. Let the smoker shine the coops. See, I so I let me see here. I got it pulled up. Twelve tracks. As you know, I've been a big Pusha fan. It's it's the same type of bars i mean you know it's drug bars yeah it's coke bars crack bars i love it man but also luxury bars yeah but i i think it falls under the category of drug drug bars okay so is is jay-z reasonable doubt is that drug bars or is that luxury rap i think that's a that's a whole different era it's hard to but no i don't think reasonable doubt was luxury rap yet okay i think I think Hove progressed into more luxury rap, but no, I don't think it was that. But this is, yeah, I mean, we're talking about like a 30-year difference. No, no, I'm just I'm just saying though that the, the genre. Okay. It's changed. But I here, so here's the thing with this album. It it's really tough because you're always comparing artists to their earlier work. Yeah. Or to the album that came right before. And I thought Daytona was incredible. I thought it was very good. I love Daytona. So I don't think It's Almost Dry, which is this album, is quite on that level. Okay. What I will say is on the first few listens, I was like, okay, okay, the album is cool. It's it's push. Yeah. But now that I've listened to it a little bit more, it actually has grown on me a little bit. Okay. All right. I do have to admit that, that it is. And I disagree with you. I think that the... Well, I wouldn't say, I mean, one of my favorite, this is one of my favorite joints, Let the Smoker Shine the Coops, and there's no feature on it. Yeah, I, I wasn't huge, huge, huge on that song. Um, Brambleton. The opening track is another really good one. Yeah, 
I mean, come on, man. He's Jim Perdue. He's Jim Perdue. He's cocaine's Dr. Seuss. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. I, I mean, that's a drug bar for you right there. So the Push album, what... Uh, I said eight and a half. You say eight and a half. No, I'm saying what else has dropped since you're a musical mastermind? Hmm. Oh, Jack Harlow. Harlow. And I, one thing I've seen is I don't think it's a great, great album, but people are saying it stinks. And it's and it's on it's here's the thing with Twitter and like the opinion places. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to co-sign something that someone else of esteem said. So a couple of rap critics said, Oh, this this album sucks. Right. And then everyone's like, ha, this album sucks. Ah. Have your own opinion. Yeah. No, I feel that. It's not it's it's not his best work. It's it's doesn't stink. Come home, the kids miss you. Yeah. Name of the album. It just dropped. So, again, to my point with the Pusha thing, it, you're always comparing them to the earlier work. As you know, and as I've mentioned before, when I first started listening to Harlow, I think it was like 2017 or 2018. Maybe it was 2018. He had, I think the name of the album was Gazebo, I want to say. Okay. He had like 30,000 followers on Instagram. I mean, I had more followers on Instagram than, than he did. Yeah. I only say that to put things in perspective, you know. Subtle flex? You trying to? No, I'm not you, trying to flex. Oh. I'm, not, I'm not trying to follower flex. Okay. Uh, hashtag um, influencer. Yeah. There you go. The social media era, man. It's a weird one. You, you know what social? You, this era has changed a lot of things. You know, you brought up Reasonable Doubt, which is obviously an album from a long, long time ago. Album sales is tricky. Yeah, for and sure. And what I was going to tell you is what you see on Twitter is you can definitely get a feel for how things are received, but nothing is going to tell you like album sales. But it's really hard to track album sales in this streaming era. Yeah. You know, where you have all these different streaming services and YouTube and this and that. And just the way people consume music is different. When was the last time you went to a store and bought an album? I don't know, 15 years. I mean, it's crazy, right? Like, as kids, like, I remember saving up my money and going to the Virgin Megastore in Times Square with the homies and they had the headphones where you could listen to albums and shit like that. And we would be in there for hours, hours. They had like, it was like three three stories. It was crazy. They had a, it might have even been four stories. I forget now. It was like, you could go downstairs and upstairs. And yeah. it was like, it was like this musical. I had never seen anything like it. And I remember going in there and buying albums. albums and that's just not the music world we live in these days. So I think I saw something about Harlow did 135,000 the first week, which isn't, is that good, bad? I think futures album did like 220. Okay. Take these numbers with a grain of salt. I'm just going off memory here. What I saw online. Oh, future also dropped the album. Future also dropped. I never liked you, (laughs) which is a very future title right there. So here's my take on Harlow. And this is coming from, I actually, I know it's the cool thing to, you know, say Harlow sucks now and blah, blah, blah. Two things I want to mention. Sophomore albums are 
The toughest. Notoriously bad, right? Because you have, if you're an artist, that first album. You put your whole life into that album. Years and years and years of raps and bars and your best songs and your most well-received shit. And there's usually more of a rollout on it. Not saying it's always that way, but a lot of the times. And then if it's a hit, if it's a really phenomenal album, it's like, you know, okay, Papa, where, where's number two? Yeah. What's up, broski? Can, can, can we get number two? Can we get number two? And you got to, and maybe even more than that is you now have the record label like pushing you because they want to capitalize and cash out on you. Yeah. So they're like, yo, put the album out, put the album out, put the album out. You get a few big features, and it and it kind of just a lot of times is a letdown. Yeah, and you know I'd have to pull up and compile a list, right? I'm I'm not a music expert by any stretch of the imagination, but I would have to look at it. But it's there is a history of bad sophomore albums and from also, good artists, and also TV shows. Oh yeah, no, for sure. If you look, the second season is usually like complete shit compared to the rest, like the. The canon of that show. It, it, exactly. So my I say all that to say my thoughts on this album is it was okay, right? Like I didn't hate it. It was an easy listen. It was a smooth listen. It's probably not one that's going to have a lot of replayability for me. The best song is the one with Drake, which I guess is not a surprise. Churchill Downs. Yeah. I also like the Dua Lipa song because I love Dua Lipa. Yeah, big Dua Lipa guy. Yeah. All right, big Dua I've been Lipa on Dua fan. Lipa for a long time. You have. There you go. Like eight years. Let us know. Flex. When I sit back and really let it register, I did everything I said I would and said it first. I mean, a word. He's very charismatic now, in his interviews. He's just very charismatic, Jack Harlow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm about to feed these youngins to the metaverse. Not mad at that take. Meanwhile, I'm over here just trying to pen a verse. He's just trying to pen a verse. It's. This is, but again, I mean, Drake outwraps him on that, but I mean, it's Drake. The, the, yeah, Drake's outwrapped almost everybody ever. It, it, it's tough to get on a, a song like that, which is like, this is a very Drake song. And you can't out Drake Drake is yeah, what I'm saying. The, uh, yeah, the beat is very like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like you hear like, it and you're like, oh, okay, this is Drake's song. Yeah, it's big Drake vibes. So I don't think it's as bad as everybody else is saying, you know, I see a lot of people talking about, you know, as far as like the white rappers go, you know, and, oh, you know, oh, Mac Miller, you know, rest in peace, obviously. I, you know, I don't compare him to Mac Miller. I don't compare him to, he's kind of like, I don't know. It's, it's a lot more pop ish than Mac Miller. It's it's just a, a million percent. It's different. Like I saw people comparing him to Paul Wall. I mean, come on, man. Now, you know, I love Paul Wall, but that's almost like those are, they're at opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. So. He's got the internet going nuts while he's holding his nuts. I mean, Paul Wall. I mean, come Is that on, the man. greatest bar in the history of rap? In the history of white rap? Yes, 100%. I mean, come on, man. I mean, sitting sideways. This is like super specific like genre like texas like all yeah, this time rap yeah, yeah i mean that's houston shit right there shouts to paul wall absolute legend yeah anyway m- my only point is that not that it's good or bad that's whatever well, what's, what's your thoughts on it no i liked it i thought it was pretty good okay but scale of one to ten seven six and a half something uh, like that yeah i give it like a six out of ten but pitchfork which must be a music 
publication. Yeah, I mean, you know who Pitchfork is. No, I don't. Oh, you never no. heard of him? All right, not not a music guy. Yeah, they gave it a two point nine, and they're like two point nine out of ten. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, maybe I thought the production alone. But I mean, just the, I mean, here's my point. This is my only point. The internet and Twitter and different things they act like they can decide what's cool, what's not cool. Well, and they do. A hundred percent. The people do decide what's cool. A million percent, but Twitter is not actually the full amount of people. No, th- I mean, that's true. And Sometimes it's a little bit of an echo chamber. I agree and, with that. And that's kind of the problem. But like, you know, Eminem, who's like two years ago, his album sold more than any rap album ever. Yeah, yeah, he does. And, Eminem does numbers, man. He, he's broke every record. He breaks a record every time he breaks a record. And I'm not a huge Eminem guy. No, I'm not a big Eminem guy. But if you go on Twitter, you'd think that no one has ever listened or liked Eminem at any point, and it's just not the case. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's a, I guess that's a fair point. I do see people on Twitter who bang with Eminem heavy, but to your point, it's definitely he's become the butt of a lot of jokes, and and it's kind of a, it's kind of trendy to make fun of him. Yeah, and I think that right now the Jack Harlow pitchfork did the thing. I think a couple like oh see I didn't even see any of that. I think a a couple higher up influencer type um, critics right like didn't like it and okay. then it's like ah oh, this sucks. Yeah, I mean that's the nature of anything. No, no, a million percent. But I'm just saying have your own opinion. Okay, if, if you think it sucks and you listen to it and that's what you think, then that's what you think. That's fine. But don't just jump on the the bandwagon. Yeah, I saw an interview with Childish Gambino, uh-huh. Donald Glover, and he said he releases things on Sunday because he knows that like publications are not really working on Sunday. Ah, and then interesting. That, and that way people can form their own idea before the before, blogs get it. Yeah. Damn. Before, before the, uh, expert analysis. Yeah. Because he said it's, it's easy to like, we're fans of people, et cetera, et cetera. Right. If they say, ah, oh, this kind of sucked. When you listen to it, you're already kind of biased towards that thing. Right. You've got that. You've almost got the, it, it prefaced yeah by the fact that this guy that you like or mm. this person that you like said it's not good mm. or said that it's good now i feel that i definitely like feel i've that. been to restaurants where people tell me oh my god this is the people that i like and that i think that they have good taste in food okay and they tell me oh my god this is one of the best places i've ever been and i eat it and it kind of stinks and i'm like hmm, maybe this was just a bad time or the I don't, first couple bites i'm like oh this is pretty good and then i'm like no no wait a second this sucks so you're saying that you are immune to? No, I'm not immune to it. I'm just saying that I I try. I, to... I think that was a bad analogy, but I do understand what you're saying. No, I think it was a great analogy. Anything I said is great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying I try to have my own opinion. Now I'm not, not saying that obviously someone always agrees with your opinion. Yeah, I can say that about you. You do have your own opinion. They are mostly wrong, and they are mostly very bad takes. I disagree, but I I, I do. You know, I mean. The anti-hype beast. You do your own thing. You you march to the beat of your own drum. Yeah, I try to. Okay. And the beat of that drum says the Harlow album is a six and a half. Yeah. All right. Future. Did you listen to it? I listened to part of it with you. Okay. I'm not, I'm not a huge future guy. Not a big future guy. Yeah. I Like March Madness. Like I know people that think March Madness is the best song that's like, like it's like the Michelangelo of rap. It's the Sistine Chapel of rap music. And and you're not. I just don't that. feel that way. No, I hear you on that. It's so good. I mean, the Drake song is really, like awesome. I mean, I love Drake. Yeah, you're a big Drake guy. I love Drake. But Drake is the most trendiest of 
of rappers. But so if you maybe on, you don't it, march no, to your own drum. <laughs> if you go, Plot twist. If you go on Twitter, though, it's like a 50-50 thing. Like, oh, Drake sucks. He's not even rap, blah, blah, blah. I just, I refuse to. I mean, I've, the first time I heard Drake, I was like, this guy is the future of rap music. So he's got two with Drake on this album. The, the thing I like about this album is it's 16. 16 songs, 16 tracks, yeah. if you will. You got to say tracks so people know, like, you're a music head. Now, I, I feel like you like to use the word joint so people know that you're a music guy. Joint is not a music guy. That's just me using, that's just me being me. Nah, no, nah, track nah. track is is what you use if you're like a guy who does album reviews. Okay. Track. Oh, yeah, it was a good track. It was a good record. Yeah. That's what you got to do. So uh, he's got Wait For You with Drake and Thames. Thames is super dope, by the way. That's and, the one that I was talking about that I really like. Okay, and then there's the other one um, a little bit later in the album. But he's, man, he's got a lot. He has a lot of features on here, a lot of features. And I think I like, I like, I like this album more than the Harlow album. That, that I'll say. And that's totally fine. I'm not saying that the Harlow album's a masterpiece. I like the Push album. No, I know. I'm just, I'm just telling you yeah. my thoughts on it. I, I like the Push album better than this one. And who else dropped? So didn't drop yet, Kendrick. So that that's the that's the big one. That's the one that I'm the most excited. That's for. the big Kahuna. Yeah. It, so oh, that Hawaiian joint. That Hawaiian joint. He did drop a music video, right? To one song. To one song. The Heart Part Five. Yes. And it was it was visually it was pretty dope. He they they used uh, deep fakes, right? Deep fakes on the face. Deep fakes on the face to transform into Kobe. Yep. Nipsey. Yep. OJ Simpson. Yep. Who was the fourth? There was a fourth and a Will fifth. Will Smith. Will Smith and uh, Jesse Smollett. Jesse Smollett. Was there one more? No, I think it was just five. I think okay. it was five. So, I mean, it, it was it was pretty cool visually. And, you know, he's just kind of like on a white background. Well, doing it was a thing. single... It, it appeared to be a single take. Yeah. And if that's the case, that's really impressive just from, from his stand. Yeah. Like, super, super, super impressive. And also like, it's kind of cool. Obviously with music videos and stuff, sometimes they're super you extravagant. Know, yeah. Extravagant, complicated, this and that. Well, like the future Drake Thames song, right, right. it's like a medieval times. I saw like some behind the scenes yeah. photos, like the most outrageous music oh, video crazy. you can make. But with this one, it's super minimalistic, and that's kind of cool. Obviously, what they do visually is is very complex and complicated. Yeah, yeah. But so it drops Friday. Okay. So it drops tomorrow. Yes. Maybe today, depending mi- on when you listen. At midnight. Yeah, well, you, of course. It depends when you're listening to this. You might be listening to this, and it already dropped. Yeah, years ago. Oh, yeah. I studied for years and years yeah. at the Julia. Yeah. I am, see, for me, Kendrick, and as you know, I'm a big Kendrick guy. I think he's one of the best to ever pick up a microphone. For me, it's it's kind of like classic album or all the way at the other end. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Right, so when you look at his albums, uh, my favorite is Good Kid, Mad City. Okay. My second favorite is Section 80. 
the next is damn, which a lot of people I felt like kind of weren't feeling damn. Oh, really? I, I think a little bit, maybe. I think all three of those are really classics. I think those are classic albums, all three right. of them. The the rest of his stuff, I, I never go back to. You know, to pimp a blutter, to pimp a butterfly, untitled. And is there one more? Or is that it? I think that's it. I think that's it. As far as like five studio albums. albums, yeah, I think it's five albums. So those two, you know, for me, were were misses just as a listener. But the other three are classics in that order. So I'm kind of hoping we get a classic. And you know, with Kendrick, he doesn't seem to rush the process. At all. He doesn't give a shit. So yeah, he's not on anyone else's timetable or anything like that. He cares about his music. He cares about the craft. He cares about the the piece that he's putting together. And I think that's pretty cool, especially in today's realm where it's like social media, now, 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 music, 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 music. Yeah, he... He more than anyone, and I talk about this all the time with TV shows, where if you know what you want to do in the whole project, now I'm talking about with TV shows with seasons, like they know what they want to do all together, right? Like when you step back and look at the big right, picture. Right, like a cohesive piece, yeah. yeah. Kendrick does the best job of that on albums, in my opinion, like where he knows exactly the... I think, I don't know if I'd say he does the best job. I think he does a good job. I think guys like Pusha T do really good. Like Pusha T is very precise very deliberate very like i think the project ends up exactly how he wants it to but to me that's I agree with that to me that's what like harlow missed the mark on on his album this time around was it just didn't feel like it had any overall like story to it or gist to it and it's not like an album has to have some super obvious um, on the nose, if that's the right phrase, a uh, theme to it. Yeah. But it should kind of work together as a I whole agree. when you do kind of step back. I feel like we're being kind of weirdo music heads right now. And I don't want to, ah, I, I just, I don't want to get into that sphere of things, okay. obviously, because I'm so far from an expert. I'm just a dude who likes music, but that's my opinion is that his just kind of felt like a bunch of, so like a bunch of songs put together yeah it, it, and and it was nothing more than that really yeah. so uh another album that needs to be so we're excited about kendrick so yeah and i want to say one thing and that is hove's my favorite of all time yep and it's not even close mike jordan and i think that right now even though hove is still making music so i'm he's i i don't know hove even, is hove okay yeah, yeah. I think Kanye is on a level down. You like Kanye a lot. But I love Kanye. Yep. And I think Drake and Kendrick, although completely like opposite sides of the spectrum of hip hop. Right. Kendrick's like a rapper's rapper. And Drake is obviously a pop star. Yeah. But I think. Hard to compare. A hundred percent. But I think that those two guys are the best ones not doing it right now. Because like I just said, Jay-Z and Kanye are still making music. But I'm talking about like of the newer, the, yeah, newer guys. Even though obviously neither are new, but at I, this I, point. I hear what you're saying. So, all right, yeah, so I'm, yeah not, I'm super excited about that. And then um, there's Post another Malone. Al- Post Malone also has an album coming. Oh, really? When? I didn't even know about that. Pretty soon. It's called like 18 Carat Toothache or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Again, it, it's 
you know, going from him to Kendrick, it doesn't even feel like the same genre. But listen, that's the beauty of music. Yeah. You know, that it doesn't all sound the same and it is very different. Another album that just dropped that I know you haven't listened to, um, LMA. LMA, um, name of the album is Hard on My Sleeve. Do you know who LMA is? No, never heard. Yo, you've de- you definitely know who LMA is, but I could tell by your facial features. I could tell by the mustache that something was not registered. Okay, hit, hit me with a song. A song that you will know. Okay, here we go. Here's one. Um, 24 seconds. Yeah, you better not stop. You got no bells. Really? Yeah. That doesn't ring a bell. Nope. Wow. Okay. Um, wow. How about this one? Tell me how you want it. Yeah. Rings no bells, but it's I like the way it sounds. Damn. This is the joint with Meek Mill 24-7. No? Nope. Okay. I'm not a huge Meek Mill fan. All right, what else might you know? But Meek Mill is a guy that it was very popular five, six years ago to basically make fun of him. Like, aha, this guy, look what he did. He fell down the steps at his mom's house, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't co-sign it. Okay. All right. Now. So you, you basically, you're be, you, the beef of the week is you versus Twitter. You could say that. All right. All right. Elon Musk bought Twitter. He's buying it. It's not official. Oh, he's buying Twitter. We, you ordered a Tesla, so we can't speak on it. We can't speak we, on we, it. We, 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 uh, that's above our pay grade. Yeah, yeah. All right. So Buckets is against Twitter is what we've learned. Okay, so you don't know who LMA is. She's a um, uh, very good artist. I mean, it sounded very good. Uh, in Of the R&B genre. So, Which I'm a fan of. So the new – well, apparently not. The new album is – Heart on my sleeve. And I did. Heart. Li- heart. Heart on my sleeve. Okay. Yeah, heart like a like a, a heart. Valentine's yeah. Day. Okay. And my initial thoughts on it are. Can I go to this right here? My, and, and it was a while since her last album. So her last album. Oh, it was called LMA. I didn't know that. Damn, Self- LMA by LMA. I like that. Yeah. So that was in 2018, and it was a classic. Okay. I mean, absolute classic. I listened to it so much. Really, I mean, so much that I know what the name of it is. Yeah. You see what I did there? And this album, for me, it is definitely, again, so sophomore album. Step, it's, it's not quite up to that bar, but the bar was so high. As it happens. But I did enjoy it, and in fairness... I've only listened to it um, one time through, okay. fully. So, how many times do you got to listen to an album before you can give expert analysis? I don't think. How many times did Pitchfork listen to the Harlow album before they said it was dog shit? I don't think very many times. I don't think so either. What, what I like to do, I think it's fine to listen to an album once or twice and have an opinion on it, but I do think you got to let it marinate a little bit. Listen to it five times, ten times. Let a couple months pass by, and I know in social media that doesn't work because yeah, it's like, like eighteen years. As soon as the album drops, same day. Okay, let us know what you think about it. Give us the full breakdown. Yeah. But I'd say 
you got to listen to an album five times as a benchmark. Yeah. If we got to throw out numbers, I'm going to say five times. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Now, it, it is tough because some albums that don't resonate at all and you don't like it all, you don't want to listen to them five times. Yeah, but here's the thing, and Jay-Z has talked about this previously. I've, I've seen the Jay-Z footage where he spoke on this. Well, he, he talks about it several different times, but he was talking about when he heard Ether, he, he responded months later right. on an album. Mm-hmm. And it's not better than Ether, but it's, a, it's pretty good. I mean, What's up? I mean, it's very good. Yeah. But, no, no, but talking, no, this is the best yeah. diss track of all time. Yeah, but you're, this is Ether. Yeah. I'm talking about Jay Z's, though. Oh, yeah. I, I couldn't resist the temptation to play it. Yeah. yeah. My point is, I'll just be quiet for a second. For the main event, y'all impatiently waiting. It's like an AIDS test. What's the results? Not positive. Who's the best? Pop, Nas, and Big. Ain't no best. East, West, North, South, Floor style greetings. Oof, I embrace y'all with napalm. Yeah. Okay, we're, we're back. A little technical difficulties. I, I had a problem here. We, we, we've I had apologize. Some, we've had some obstacles. This is why we got to get into the more regular uploads. Yeah, we're working on it. Recordings, that's the thing. No, listen, I am vowing to do a podcast a week. Okay. And, and listen, I'm not going to say anything other than that because, oh, got something. What is that? Is that good luck? Something floating by like yeah, that? Yeah, got to be. Or, you know, is that just debris? Who knows? Yeah, you never know. I'm not going to say anything more than that because at this point, we got to be about it, not yeah. talk about it. We've, we've done enough talking, um, and we haven't delivered, quite frankly. So I'll leave it at that. Um, maybe it was a good thing that we got interrupted because we were we went into a full music deep dive. Yeah, almost like 30 minutes. Damn. But this is not a music podcast. It's not. And yet- there and, it was. And I staunchly try to not talk about music. Staunchly. Good word. Yeah. And, you know, you know, we always say not a sneaker podcast, but maybe now we have to also start saying not a not a music podcast. Yeah. But we actually really don't talk about sneakers. You see the stuff with StockX and, and Nike. I do. Nike suing StockX. StockX said, listen, we're going to do an NFT. Yeah. Nike said, don't do it. They, they said, said, we're doing it. They said, no, nah, no, nah, we're going right. to do it. Nike said, all right. Here's a lawsuit for that ass. Gotcha. Said they bought uh, four fake pairs of sneakers from StockX, and you're like, man, it's getting ugly. Yeah. This is like celebrity cage match on MTV back in the day with the clay figurines. Yeah. Chopping each other's heads off, arms, limbs. Violence. Gory stuff. So you're saying Nike chose violence. Yeah, they definitely chose violence. 100%. So uh, we'll see how that plays out. Yeah. Uh, You know, but- that's showbiz, baby, man. That's, you know, that's kind of what goes on. The one thing that I will speak on as far as, you know, Nike buying the fake sneakers and this and that, number one, fakes have gotten so, so, so good. Like, yeah. It's like, man, if you are buying from anywhere, like if you're buying a Nike sneaker that is not coming from the sneakers app, there is some small, oh, maybe not small, maybe there is, there is a chance that's a fake that, sneaker. That that fakes are going to slip through the cracks for one reason or another, whether it be StockX, Go, eBay, your local resale shop. Nobody is immune to it. Yeah. And because they are so hard to spot, I mean, we've seen some of these like social media experts and and stuff, and even even they, you know, or or experts at a resale shop who do the authentication. It's really really tough. 
and it's getting tougher and tougher, which is, it's like the days of being able to spot a fake from across the street. Yeah. And them days are over using the same factories, same. I mean, it's just, it's tough and it does, it sucks. It makes, but another thing to keep in mind too is this is not, I feel like sometimes in the sneaker world, it's like, oh, it's just like this in sneakers, sneakers, you know, this section of Twitter is corny and this, but it's like that with all things that people are collecting and spending a yeah. lot of money on watches, Rolexes. I just saw a thing. Uh, the FBI like stopped some import of like $10 million worth of fake Rolexes. Rolexes. I, I saw that too. I was like, holy so shit. So that's the thing. It doesn't matter if we're talking about Gucci bags, Rolexes or Nike sneakers. That's just, that is the world that we live in. You know, the, the counterfeit industry. And so you got to do, um, your due diligence. You got to do, 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 you have to do your due diligence. There you go. Yeah. A little bit of a tongue twister. But uh, I had people messaging me about that. So that's my two cents. Yeah. Um, what else is there to talk about? Um, NBA playoffs. NBA playoffs. I forget who playoffs. I picked. Playoffs. Playoffs. Talking about playoffs. They are who we thought they were. I think I picked Phoenix. Okay, it's a good pick. I think I picked Phoenix and the Bucks. A repeat. Before the playoffs started. Now we'll see. The Bucks with a hell of a win last night. Uh, incredible. Incredible game. I thought they were going to – I mean, they were down like 14 in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I didn't think there was any way. And I, the Celtics just honestly look better without the Bucks having Middleton. Yeah. They – Well, they're more talented, I'd say. And, and not just that. I want to say the Warriors started this style of basketball, but it doesn't revolve around one superstar playing iso ball, which is kind of what we saw with the LeBron era. Yeah. It's like, hey, get a guy like LeBron, which there are none, but get a guy like LeBron and his usage rate is through the roof. You know, we saw it with um, guys like KD and, and Russ. We saw Luca's like that. Luca's very much like that. We saw it with, um, uh, James Harden, um, probably the biggest when example. he was with the Rockets, and but the Warriors with the drive, kick, extra pass, swing, swing, ball movement, that real team game. So that was like the Spurs, I guess that that maybe started that. Maybe it was the yeah. Spurs, but the Celtics are like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm watching the first half yesterday, and you know the Celtics were up seven, eight, ten, six, but it just felt like they were going to win. Because, number one, they were shooting it better, and they had more shooters, I guess. But it was like no matter what the Bucks did, it's like, oh, extra pass. Oh, drive baseline. Nope, I'm not going to go up for a tough one. I'm going to kick it to a wide-open shooter. Yeah. Oh, you close out on him, kick it to another. It was just they were running the Bucks ragged. So I saw a thing or I listened to a thing that said that the Bucks, uh versus Celtics is like the Avengers – Versus Thanos. Yeah. And and, and, and let, let's be clear. Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best player in the NBA. A hundred percent. And he is Thanos Antetokounmpo. Yeah. that He is, as you know, I love LeBron. LeBron is still fantastic. He, sh he shows it with the numbers. That team stunk. The LeBron haters want to say, oh, look, look, that team was horrible. Listen, let's not go down that road. But there's no question that he's not in his prime anymore. Yeah, 100%. Now, he's aging 
like a fine wine. I mean, you, you can't age any better as an athlete than LeBron James has. LeBron Ramon James. Yeah. Say the full name. Kevin Durant. Love Kevin Durant a lot. I mean, I really, I, really love him. Yeah. The, him coming back from the Achilles thing, he takes a lot of heat because he doesn't really like the media. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the fans, the whole you went to Golden State, that whole thing. Listen, I love KD. Oh, wow. Uh-oh, we got UPS. We have UPS at All the door. Piece. The dogs are barking. Whoa. Another technical difficulty. Yet another interruption. Yeah, it's This tough. is crazy. It's hard out here. Third time's a charm, okay. as, as they say. I hope so. So hopefully that's it. No more. Now, and we got the guard dogs in full effect. It's good. What were we talking about? The playoffs. 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 Giannis, specifically, the way the game has changed. You said you saw something about Giannis. Yeah, that he was like Thanos. No, and I thought. That's okay. what I said. Okay. I, I thought there was another point you, you were wanted saying, to make. You were talking about KD. Oh, I love KD. Giannis is the best player. Jokic got the MVP. Joel Embiid was very deserving of the MVP. Giannis is the MVP. Okay. Like, I agree. like let's be clear. And that's why I don't really like the MVP award. And I've gotten into sports arguments on Twitter and stuff like that because I just wish they gave it to the best player in the NBA. Yeah. But you kind of can't start doing that now. Kobe Bryant has one MVP. How? Like, it makes no sense at all. Yeah. Steve Nash has two. Listen, I love Steve Nash. He's not sniffing Kobe Bryant as a basketball player. I agree. So it's just weird. It, it, it becomes a really weird award where your team, for the most part, has to be awesome and you have to, like, match up analytically it's it's you know what is your you know per and you know what is this analytic and that analytic and usage it's just listen just watch basketball and if you know basketball just vote for the best guy yeah I agree that, I, you know I would like that and the best guy is Giannis and he's proving that in the Boston series because Boston is the better team hundred percent now the Bucks are up three two that if they do not win Game Six and they have to play a Game Seven in Boston I don't know if they're winning that man. Without Middleton, or even even if Middleton's back and it's his first game back after what three weeks or yeah. however long it's been, that's going to be a tough one. So, um, do you have a prediction? Who will be the NBA champion? So, you taught me this a long time ago, which is if you have the best player on the floor, you have a chance to win. Yeah, and 100%. I think that Giannis is the best player on the floor all the time. So you're going Bucks. I'm going Bucks. All right, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all and he is unbelievable man you know what i love about a player that i've realized as a fan because i'm a knicks fan so i i've got to find joy in other things yeah but i'm a basketball fan before anything else i love players who improve and get better you know we saw it with a guy like steph curry we've seen well we see it with a lot of guys um you know shouts to jordan Poole on the warriors yeah he definitely should have been most improved player a, a million percent but there are a lot of guys, man, like Tyrese Maxey. Like, I love him. I love to see a guy get better and better and better. Giannis has done that, man. Yeah. Like, you know. I mean, he, look at his free throws this year. It, it's just the free throws are a huge part of it. But, man, even just watching how he handles the rock, you know, he's got like that that strafe dribble, that slide dribble where he kind of slides and probes and either either blows by or he can cross it and – you know, kind of blow by the other way. He can he can pull up from that. He can side dribble and go into a mid-range shot. The three-point shot is still not there. But 
I love that he shoots him though. Yeah, I mean, he keeps him a little bit honest. He, honest, Giannis, there you go. Yeah. He, his passing has gotten a lot better. So he's just, he, he's a guy at this point where he's very hard. I'm not a Bucks fan, but he's very hard not to root for. I agree. I get Bucks like Milwaukee because like Sam, I can sell. There we go. We need, we need Hove to get, not Hove, I'm sorry. We need Kiss to give us a Giannis bar. Okay. We need it. We definitely need it. Hove. Hove is it's etched into my mind. What yeah. am I talking about? Hove. Reasonable doubt. What's going on? Is there anything else? Where are we at time limit wise? I know we've had a few interruptions. We're almost at an hour. Almost at an hour. Okay. What else did I think? Oh, I, I'm trying to see. I, I, I wrote down a couple topics and I saw people talking about Arby's. What about it? Get that, it out of here. No, that, it, that it's actually good and that it's it's not real. Like you said, the Twitter echo chamber, that people actually love Arby's and just Twitter has made it cool. To they, hate they've Arby's. turned Arby's into the M&M. Well, they've I've been to Arby's and it sucks. They've they got good curly fries, which I've said many times. They do times. have good curly fries. Apparently, they've got mozzarella sticks now. I'm not a big mozz sticks guy. Mozzie sticks, I'm out. See, I like mozzarella sticks. You don't like fried cheese. That's tough for me to relate no, to. No, I didn't say I don't like fried cheese. I said I don't like mozzarella sticks. Well, it, it is, in fact, fried cheese. And it's a it's a delicious cheese at that. And you don't like mozzarella sticks. That's like, you're just not a classy guy. No, I think, I think mozzarella sticks are overrated. Damn. Okay. Well, so many people were talking about Arby's. I was like, damn, maybe I do have to give them another try. I do remember from back in the day, I haven't been to Arby's in years and years and years. You know, we joke about how it's a money money laundering business because, and even the one here locally, I drive by and nobody's in line. Nobody's at the drive-thru. I'm they like, what are they doing com- in there? They just did a complete renovation of it though. And, and yet there's nobody in Not there. A so customer. Who's, who's funding it? Yeah. Who is funding it? You know, I just feel like people are in there, um, you know, like playing cards, playing employees, playing blackjack. Okay. Wow. Like what's going on in there? I don't know. You know, maybe shooting dice. It's just not um, telling tales and fables to each other. Okay. You know, just just chilling. You know, it's like that billiards hall from back in the day that shall remain nameless. Oh, wow. Getting a phone call. This is... Um, this will be the roughest episode. This is the roughest episode we've ever recorded. It's just one interruption after another. But listen, at this point, we just keep it rolling. Keep going for another about five minutes. There we go. So... Uh, it was a pool hall, and there was nobody. It was a billiard spot, but nobody was billiarding. They weren't and playing. I realized this is a mob joint. Yeah, this is something's going on in here. Yeah. So you're saying Arby's is the mob? I'm saying Arby's is mafia run and owned, but I won't speak on it past that. Okay. Uh, what else is there to talk about? What else is going on in the world? Uh, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. Yeah spousal problems yes amber heard she twitter's letting her have it she pooped in the bed she shit in the bed i think i saw something about that yeah intentionally or she just got drunk ah i don't know damn shitting in the bed that's that's pretty aggressive that's violent behavior even if you're drunk you gotta you gotta get your ass up you you definitely you can't shit in the bed but her lawyer also doesn't seem to be great kind of sucks asked a question and then objected on himself yeah. for hearsay. Even I know you can't do that. And I've only seen liar, liar. Here, here, this is how it went. How you doing today, sir? Good. Objection, hearsay. 
So I, I don't quite know what the tactic is for them, but you know, in the court of public opinion, for sure, they're, they're, she's losing. She's losing big time. She's definitely losing. Here's what I want to say: Can we free Young Thug and lock up Amber Heard? That that's what my that's my vote. Okay, that's my. I'm vote. not mad at the vote. You're shitting in the bed. You got a bad lawyer. She looked like she did a little bit of coke. Did you see that? Yeah, I mean, it was like in a napkin. And she we like, need a push bar about Amber Heard. Yeah, cocaine's Dr. Seuss. Here's one thing I'm going to say about Dr. Dr. Seuss. No, the cocaine's Dr. Seuss. Push your day. Yes. What, what what do you got going on here, man? I thought you were going to come in with uh, a, with an Amber Heard bar. There. No, no, no. Huh. That's a good line. Yeah, Amber Heard in the court the room. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Ah. That's a good line, the Dr. Seuss line. That's not the best line that's ever happened in rap, and that's how Push acts. Well, I think, you know, that's why he's not like, he obviously has a ton of fans, but I do understand some of it does come off, what's the right word, condescending? But but, but you kind of have to have that bravado in rap. A hundred percent. And in music. You got to be confident in yourself. 100%. But you're saying it's too much. I'm not saying it's too much. He didn't reinvent much. the wheel. He definitely didn't reinvent the wheel. It's like, I don't know if you remember Troy Ave. Yeah, of course I know okay, Troy Ave. Okay, Troy Ave. When, when he came out, he was like, he he basically, whenever- He was and, like, he was like the, He was like, the, I'm the best rapper. He was like- He was the new age 50 Cent. Yeah, but he was what Pop Smoke, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Is what Troy Ave thought he was. I think they're very, I mean, they're very different. I'm just saying that- I mean, Pop Smoke was like was drill music. I'm not talking about that. I'm you're, not talk- talking about the, you're not talking about the style. I'm talking about the confidence level. Okay. And like basically Pop Smoke was who he, like- the, Who he said he was. Yeah, and he was right. the New York City rapper. Troy Ave was like never like the best rapper from New York ever. Yeah, you're not a big Troy Ave guy. I, he was okay. <laughs> he was okay. Yeah, I mean, obviously. I mean, it's- I, yeah, we were talking about album sales. I, I think the last album he dropped was yeah. And then he like publicly came out and said it did like five hundred sales. And he's like, "What's that divided by two? Like he did like, he did some math that wasn't great. Yeah, he did his math wasn't mathing. What bringing it back in because I we spent too long talking on about Troy Ave. You say Push is overly cocky. Yeah, and it's and and you what. You knock the rating down a point. I'm just saying that I don't think when you say that you're the the rap game or the coke games blank Dr. guy Seuss? that that makes you oh my god this guy is the best this guy is his imagination is just unbelievable. Yeah, I mean he's painting a picture. Visualize it. See for me, Bruce Wayne of the beard game. So that's actually my original. Nah. I literally said that before you said it, and nah. it's on proof on Instagram because I made that a caption. No. Nah. No, never happened. Yeah. Never happened. My point is, you say, oh, I'm the, I'm the cocaine's Wayne Gretzky. Like, it's like, I, it's good. It's funny. It's great. I get the picture. Damn. So this has turned into Push Slander. No, no. I love Push. I'm just saying I don't think that he's necessarily as good as he thinks he is, which maybe is the case with a lot of people. I'm gonna, including I'm gonna t- myself, maybe. I'm going to tell you something, and maybe we'll we'll end the potter here. All right, as you know, I'm not big. On, I'm not a butt humor guy. It's not my thing. But I was talking to a homie whose opinion I respect on many things, sports, okay. music, etc. Uh, shouts to the homie Julian. Yeah. Uh, oh, I love Julian. L.A. dude, real L.A. dude too. By the way, 
you know? Yeah, big husband man. Big husband man. Not a not a new age uh, Los. What do you call someone from Los Angeles? Los so, Angelino. Los Angelino. So he's he's uh, you know real deal East Los Angeles. Maybe guy. just even Angelino. All right. So authentic Angelino, L.A. fellow. Yeah. His uh, his breakdown of the Push album said that he doesn't like it (laughs) 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 because he's, uh, let me get this right. I'm going to give you the verbatim breakdown. Okay. So this, this is it right here. Okay. All right. Pitchfork. If if you're listening, you got to credit big husband man for this. Push a T smells his own farts. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm tired of it. <laughs> and I don't know. It, it kind of did make sense, but uh, I, I agree with that. I couldn't agree with that more wholeheartedly. <laughs> so there, there's the, there's the album critique you didn't know you needed. Yeah. Uh, that said, I still been listening to the album a lot. The thing is, so I, you know, I don't know what that says about me, <laughs> but I still have been listening to it a lot. You know, you know, as a matter of fact, Maybe we play it out. Yeah. Maybe we play, play it, it out, out with the Kanye one. Okay. You want the push bars or the Kanye bars? I want the Kanye bars. Also, I think that we need to, what do you call it? Normalize. Okay. Not no. knowing the name of a song because streaming is different. Well, because the way we listen now, it and is. It, it's much different and, now. And that is a credit to Steve Jobs and the iPod, which just got discontinued. I saw that too. I did but, see it. But that made... The Virgin Megastore and Sam Goody and FYE and all these stores defunct. You don't need CDs. I have CDs on my phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? What's what's the point? The point is that they we need to normalize not knowing the name of a song. It doesn't mean because I just listened to the thing. I didn't pay any attention. Well, here's another thing too. I didn't look at the back of the CD. Jumping back to Jack Harlow, he's been taking a lot of flack. He's got he got thrown into the into the YSL thing. People are trying to throw him. People are trying to put him in prison. <laughs> People are trying to put him in prison for his album. Wow. <laughs> but okay. I saw he didn't know. Uh, he didn't recognize Brandy's voice on a song. Okay. And you know, people were letting them have it. You get Brandy's forty five. Yeah. Dude, Jack Harlow's like like twenty three, twenty four. You have to understand, like, it's not to to. And we see it in sneakers too. People trying to gatekeep sneakers, like. You don't. You can't name every OG colorway of the Jordan Five. You aren't a sneakerhead. Yeah, like that's just kind of corny behavior. Just let people enjoy it the way they enjoy it, and, and find it the way they find it, and let them rock. And and just understand that a lot of newer artists aren't gonna know artists from twenty years ago. Yeah. Now Brandy's super dope. That's not. I'm not insulting Brandy. I love Brandy, but. I have a brandy story about the liquor, brandy. Okay, toothache, me pa. He said, "Listen, we're not taking you to the, to the dentist, but have a couple shots of brandy. Have a couple swigs, real cowboy shit." Yeah. Point being, did you drink it? The brandy? Yeah, yeah. It was cherry brandy. Was it disgusting? Uh, and I bought it at uh, like fifteen, fifteen years old. They didn't card me. Uh, it was disgusting. Yeah, it did, but it did. It did take a little bit. It did alleviate some of the toothache. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I 
have had brandy, E and J. Yeah. Oh and it sucks. Classic. Yeah, it's, it's not a good taste. My college roommate loved it. Uh, you know, a hood special. The, one of the worst things I've ever tasted. Yeah, it's not good. It's definitely not good. I was like, God, this is, this sucks. Brandy the singer, better than brandy. The alcohol. The alcohol. Yeah. That, 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 that's a 100% fact. Yeah. Jack Harlow didn't know who she was. But I'm saying you don't have to. No, but there was a thing like five years ago where people, obviously, kids know what Jordans are. But they recognized Jordan, like the the guy Michael Jordan, sure, as the meme, the crying meme. That was like five years ago. I think I saw a study on that. So that's just the way it goes. It, it's hey man, he social media. Yeah. It's levels, it's layers. So pray for the players. Uh, we hollowed the walls. I'm back at bodegas. Uh, bodegas. Yeah. I was born in a bodega. They raised me like Mowgli. Push. You you need me to get on some of the ad libs? I got you. Richard, anytime there's a bodega name drop, I'm in. I'm in. 100%. Count me in. All right, so you want me to fast forward here to the Kanye bars. Where are we at? Kanye, where are you at? There's a third eye blind line in here. Yeah, like, no, th- like that's my example. What did he say? Rock star, third eye blind. He said, uh, "Still I climb, rock star, third eye blind." Yeah, that that's good. Here it is. Yet always where the money's at, like lottery signs. Still I climb, rock star, third eye blind. I was bored by these albums, so it gotta be time. So it's gotta be time. He, he's bored with the albums, you know. Fresh Prince bar in here. Wait, I think the Fresh Prince might be. No, the Fresh Prince is uh, is yay is yay. So let me see here. Let's go from right here. He's got a shine bar. So I should have just let it play from here. So we'll just pick it right back up okay. where it was and we'll play it out. Board for the ladder, so it gotta be mine. Huffin' puff in the club. Then I gotta be shine. Properties all across the board. This monopoly's mine. Came a minister in my prime, so I gotta be shine. I used to watch the fresh prints and pray the house to be mine. Could have bought it, but I ain't like the way the kitchen design. That's a bar. Born in a manger, the son of a stranger. When daddy's not home, the family's in danger. Man, that was a bar right there. Could have bought it, but I ain't like the way the kitchen designed. Holy shit. Now I feel that. I definitely feel that. I don't feel that. I, I can't relate. I feel it in my spirit. I mean, I definitely can't relate, but I feel it in my spirit. So here we are, man. Back in the saddle. Another episode. The, the a tumultuous episode. Yeah, tumultuous. Trials, tribulations, a lot of adversity through this episode. But uh, we persevere. We carry on. There it is. Episode 141. It's in the books, baby.